Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff on Censor. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. A ton to get to today, including a story. When I saw it, I was like, no, no, that can't be right. But it is. And it's just going to make your head just melt. I can't wait to get into that. We got tons of headlines. Uh, I do want to say a quick congratulations to my former uh, co-worker, Sandy Clough, the, the loud mouth of, of the West. <laughs> he just He's a, a very intelligent individual. He can be a dick sometimes to people on the air, but I love him. He's an amazing talent. And Sandy Clough, who quote-unquote retired from the, the former radio station that we used to work with together, he retired a few months back. Nobody believed it. Come on, this guy. There's so many people, so many of you out there that are just addicted to working. And, and, and when you say you're going to retire, you're just like, mm, really? Are you really going to retire? Well, he's not. And he's uh, he's joining forces now with the great people that I work with over at Mile High Sports. Sandy will be doing a show along with... Uh, another former co-worker of mine, Sean Drotar, who's been on this podcast. Sean and him are going to be on from 2 to 4, Monday through Friday, on Mile High Sports. So check out that. That's exciting news. And Sandy's one of the great guys that I worked with. I mean, he, he He's one of the most intelligent people that I've ever worked with. And, and one of the things that people don't realize is he's one of the most fun guys I've ever worked with. It's just most people don't want to have fun with them. And that's all I like to do is have fun. So why be depressing and talk about sports, 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 <gasps> sports, 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 sports. Okay. There's other things. There's other things in life. So it's exciting. I know he, he, he's going to be talking a lot of sports. Don't, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what him and Sean put together uh, for a show. I'm excited. It's, they're going to have a lot more freedom, and I expect to see and to hear a different version of Sandy Clough. It's going to be the same, but different. Same, but different. So make sure you tune into that. So it's going to be exciting. Can't wait. Good, good hire. Good grab, Nate Lundy and everybody over at Mile High Sports. You guys, are, you guys got a great guy. Amazing guy. I'm going to try to get him on the podcast. I'll have to go down there. Because I can't imagine Sandy being, uh, you know, because if you don't know, Sandy's like an older guy, very intelligent individual, just really stupid when it comes to computers. There's always those people that you work with, brilliant individuals, but then there's this like one thing that they can't do. And usually it's computers. Sandy's the guy that I remember he was in a panic. I was producing a show and he's like, Scott, Scott, quick, come here. I don't know what's wrong with the computer. It just, the screen went black. I'm like, hold on. I look, quick evaluate, and I literally, for whatever reason, whatever I evaluated the situation as, I knew that the problem was very simple. <laughs> and I just nudged his mouse. It Somebody turned on the screensaver. <laughs> I was like, Sandy, next time, just press a button. See what happens. <laughs> but I would always give him shit because he would have a hard time printing. Also, Mark Schlereth had a hard time printing shit. He's like, Scott, how do I print this? Where do I send it? 
Which one? Uh, old people, am I right? <laughs> Although I've seen a lot of young people that are just... There was a young lady that was interning with us a long time ago, and she had no idea how to use a copy machine. No idea. Now, it's not her fault. She'd never been taught. I remember when I first got into radio as an intern, I didn't know how to use a computer. I just sat there and stared at the computer for like four hours. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. They want me to do research on something. I have no idea what I'm doing. Why am I so scared right now? I am so scared. All right, I'm going home. All right, you know what we need to do? Congrats to Sandy Clough. Uh, but you know what we need to do? We need to get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I don't suggest you go out and hit somebody, but some people just need a good shaking. Well, a lot of people don't realize this, apparently, that boneless wings aren't actually made of wings. I always just thought people knew. But uh, I believe the guy's name is pronounced Amen Halim, or Halim, claims Buffalo Wild Wings, boneless wings, are not deboned wings at all. <gasps> Oh, my God. And he's filed a lawsuit. So he's saying they would have customers believe that they are wingless bones or boneless wings. Excuse me. But instead, they are actually slices of breast meat, deep fried like wings with a composition more akin to nuggets than wings. Well, no shit, dumbass. Listen, if you maybe you didn't really think about it. You're just eating them. That's okay. But here's the thing. When you stop and think about it and you're like, ah, they call them boneless wings. But they're not wings. We know they're they're not wings. Nobody fucking cares. If you like boneless wings, they're good. If you like the bone in, that's what you favor. Who the fuck gives a shit if they say it's a boneless wing, but it's actually more of just a, a nugget? Who fucking cares? He says he feels that he's fallen victim to what he describes as deceptive marketing. He says Buffalo Wild Wings is misleading customers to sell a cheaper product for more than it's worth. And he accuses the chain of knowing it's engaging in false advertising and refusing to change its ways. First of all, fuck off. Come on. More than it's worth. Restaurants have to account for food costs, labor costs, paper costs, rent, electricity, gas, etc. The real cost of a chicken wing is very small, guys. And if you didn't know that, it's probably because you just haven't really sat down and thought about it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But once you sit down and think about it, you should go, oh, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. So why would he sit there and go selling it for more than it's worth? Who are you to tell what it's worth? Every restaurant sells their product at a different price than the other ones. Okay, just shut the fuck up. They have to make money. So that part of the, the lawsuit is just moronic. I can kind of see his point when it comes to saying it's a chicken wing, when it's not, in fact, a wing. But ultimately, who fucking cares? 
Uh, I was trying to think of different menu items or different products out there that we call it this, but obviously it's not. And I'm I'm so fucking bad at this when I'm start. I'll I'll find I'll think of a bunch of them tonight when I'm going to sleep, and I'll be like, God damn it, son of a bitch, lazy Susan. Okay, you know that thing that you stick in the middle of your table and you can put different things on it and people can spin it around and you can grab some. Is that really a fucking Susan? No, it's not. Okay, that's the best I can come up with, guys, and I apologize. If you have good examples of what I'm trying to get to, uh, let me know at DeHuff Podcast on social media or DeHuffOnCensor.gmail.com. Listen, I showed up to a gunfight with a pencil. <laughs> I... I fucking suck but you get what i what i'm talking about is his life just completely in just shambles because he's like i i know it's not a wing but but uh you know they're selling it like that my life is over fuck fuck my life way to go buffalo wild wings selling wings that aren't really wings my god could you imagine okay let's all pretend real quick we're in the courtroom you're the lawyer on the other side of this, okay? Could you imagine? So you're saying, sir, that boneless wings aren't wings at all? Yes. That's what you're saying. Okay, we have that correct. Okay, they're basically flavored chicken nuggets. Is that what you're saying, sir? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Your Honor, I feel it's in the best interest of everyone involved that that I punch this dude in the dick, Okay. Toss the lawsuit out, and let's go grab some wings. My treat. Case dismissed due to that guy being a whiny little puss. Come on. (laughs) It's not that big of a deal. But here you are, wasting everybody's time. This guy's lawyer is sitting there going, yeah, let's take him to court. Let's fucking sue him. (laughs) Just, you got money, right? Because you're not going to get a goddamn dime out of Buffalo Wild Wings. The only thing that's going to happen is this will get thrown out or should get thrown out. But what will end up happening is silently Buffalo Wild Wings will change the name to something different like chicken, chicken chunks or whatever the fuck they want to call it. I don't know. Uh, I think Papa John's does something, but they don't call it boneless wings. But it's like, who fucking cares? Nobody cares. We get it. They're nuggets. They're delicious hunks of chicken without bones. Who cares? Quit wasting everybody's time. A man named Clinton Brewer in California allegedly went into a vegan restaurant called Larry's Secret Garden. He was holding two pieces of raw meat in his hands, each hand containing a slab of raw meat. What did he do with that? He decided to go into this restaurant and start slapping the vegan customers in the face. And this is what he was allegedly saying to each customer as he slapped them. If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? (laughs) He was quoting, what is that, Pink Floyd? Come on, that's amazing. If this is true, it's hilarious. Now, that being said, Don't go doing that. That's fucked up to do to somebody just because they believe in something different than you do. Now, before we get into a little more of the details, according to the police of the dozen or so victims from this guy, 
Three were sent to the local hospital with superficial wounds. Most of the injuries were of the emotional variety and all of the victims had a chance to speak to a grief counselor. Really? Really? That you, you, I guess I've never been slapped in the face by a piece of raw meat. Oh, geez. I guess I missed out on college. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But I can't imagine that if somebody walks up to me, it starts quoting Pink Floyd, and they hits me in the face with a piece of raw meat, that I'm going to, one, go to the hospital, and two, two, go see a grief counselor for that. That's not the same as being held up at gunpoint at your job. That deserves you having to see a counselor because you're traumatized. This isn't traumatizing. This is just hilarious. Now, if it happened to me, I was a customer at this restaurant. I got slapped by a man wielding raw steaks. Yeah, he just smacks me in the face with it and starts quoting Pink Floyd. The only injury I'd have to recover from is the embarrassment of peeing my pants in public from laughing too much. That's it. That's it. Because I would have the hardest time not laughing my ass off. Because as you see it coming, he's like going around slapping people. You'd be like, oh my God, he's coming here. Oh my God, he's coming here. Yes, yes. And you're like, oh, you better, uh, do you think he's going to get me? It's like a fucking, like a, a clown going from table to table. How can you get your pudding if you don't eat your meat? <laughs> and like, ah, he got me. Fuck yeah. Oh shit, I pissed my pants. Oh, this is embarrassing. Come on. <laughs> Come on, please. Ah, oh, people are dumb. That's, he's going to get in trouble for that. He was mad because where he lives, there's a lot of vegan restaurants and it's really hard to find a steakhouse. That's what he was mad about. Well, I mean, what are you going to do, dude? This is the thing. If the demand is higher for vegan restaurants than it is for steakhouses, that's what happens. That's just life. I know it sucks, but that's the way it goes. Anytime a restaurant gets rid of a menu item, it's usually because they're not selling enough of it. I remember back in the day when I worked at Quiznos, we had this really delicious sausage sandwich. But the problem is, is not enough people would buy the sausage. So we'd end up throwing out the meat. You would have to prep it just in case a certain amount, but it got to the point where not enough people wanted it, and it was just too costly to justify having it on, on hand. So it's just like we're, we're throwing it away. Data says we're not selling jack shit of it. So you pull it off the menu, and like one or two people complain. Like, oh, God damn it. That was the best sub you had. So many people are going to be mad. Are they, though? Are they? You and that guy over there? That's it. That's it, dude. Nobody cares. So, oh, uh, that's, that's what happens. Same thing with like vegan restaurants. If, if all of a sudden, now that would piss me off. I get why he's upset because if all of a sudden there's just only vegan choices around me here where I live in Colorado, I'd be furious. Be like, God damn it. Everybody's a fucking vegan. Really? Where do I have to go to get some meat? Go facts? I don't know. I am looking for meat. Uh, I really need a fix. Go see Carlos behind the, the back alley. He'll, he'll hook you up. You want some meat? Yeah, I need some meat. God damn it. I got some sweats, man. I really need some meat. 
Not that meat! Not that meat! Not that meat, Carlos! Anyway, it got weird right at the end of that, and I apologize. Now, I don't know if this is true, because this could have been somebody just pranking social media. And it was on Reddit. So this guy could have actually just drawn it on there and done kind of a shitty job of it. But a man allegedly got a tattoo of the Pornhub logo on his hand. It looked like it's on his right hand. If this is legit, if he seriously paid money for that and and got an actual tattoo on his hand, because it's a decent size, like, say, two inches tall, four inches wide type logo on his hand of a Pornhub logo. Good luck getting a date if that's true. But hey, maybe Pornhub will give you a free subscription to their website. Even though porn is free, I still don't understand people that pay for porn. Really, what are you doing? What kind of level of porn are you are you needing that you need to sub- subscribe to it? Well, I need classy stuff, okay? There's a guy I used to work with that pays for, I think it's Brazzers or Brazers or whatever it's called. And he pays a monthly subscription. And I want to say it's like 20 or $30 a month, something like that. And I asked him, I was like, why do you pay for porn? He's like, I don't need some like 1980s stuff to look at. I want some like new age, ultra high definition stuff. I was like, oh my God, you can get that for free. Anyway. That still blows my mind. Could you imagine being the spouse and seeing that? Like, are you seriously paying for porn? You know it's free, honey. It's free. I know that. (laughs) Some people are just bad with money, and that's a good example. And we got more coming your way, including a story that is going to make your brain explode from the inside out. Is that real? Well, it wouldn't explode from the outside in, would it? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Anyway, we got that story coming up next. But first, make 2023 the year you beat Vegas. Superbook Sports gives you the chance every week to go head-to-head with the best odds makers in Las Vegas. There's no fancy computer algorithms here. No guys across the pond setting lines for American sports. Just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter over at Superbook Sports in Las Vegas. Plus, Superbook features some of the best odds boosts and promo bets anywhere. So download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now or visit Superbook.com. Go ahead, start your battle against Las Vegas right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Can't wait for the men in McKinnon to hit the ice. We have you covered at the Blake Street Tavern with the NHL Center Ice Package and ESPN Plus. Guarantee you a seat with sound for every game. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. I don't understand how we keep losing this shit. I gave you that list like a week or two ago when they when they lost that little grain of sand size radioactive material in Australia. They uh, apparently found it, which I call bullshit. Well, whatever. They said they found it. And I gave you that list of all these these bombs, these nuclear bombs that the United States alone has just misplaced. And those are the only ones that we know of. But anyway, there's more radioactive materials missing now. This time it's in Houston, Texas. And this is what they said. 
It does have a radioactive symbol on its side, but if somebody were to get into the part of the capsule where the radioactive material is, it's extremely hazardous, like losing fingers hazardous. That's gross. That's according to Laura Anton, spokesperson for the Texas Department of State Health Services. How do we keep losing this shit? How? If it's radioactive, shouldn't you really be paying closer attention to it? It's like it's not like a stick of gum or a bottle cap or some bullshit. No, it's radioactive. It can kill people, make people horribly sick. And oh, where'd you put that? Where did you put that radioactive uh, box? What is it? A radioactive box. It has those symbols on it, those weird-looking symbols. I don't know what they really mean. But anyway, if you touch it, you'll throw up and possibly lose all your fingers. Uh, pff, dude, I don't know, man. I got to be honest. No fucking clue. <laughs> how do you do that? How do you do that? And how do you have a job if you're the person that lost it? I don't get it. I don't get it. Speaking of news that kind of makes you go, what? I'm sorry. Did I hear that correctly? I saw this headline. This happened last week, and I'm just now getting to it, and I apologize. But that being said, did you hear this shit about the Pentagon in a possible alien mothership? When I saw this, I was like, no fucking way. No fucking way. This is stupid. Okay, we're getting a little crazy now. This is what happens when TikTok is like the most dominant social media platform as people start making stuff up. But no, no, let's join in with NBC and Lester Holt. It may sound straight out of a movie, but the Pentagon and a Harvard scientist have collaborated on a new draft report questioning if we're alone in the universe and whether we've already seen evidence of life beyond Earth. Here's Gotti Schwartz. Move over, Chinese spy balloon, or whatever else U.S. fighter jets shot down last month. Tonight, out of Harvard University, a draft paper about mysterious flying objects sounding almost like science fiction. I think it's very likely that we are not the most intelligent civilization that ever existed. Renowned Harvard astronomer Avi Loeb teaming up with the new head of the Pentagon's UFO office, dubbed the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Together, they say that interstellar objects detected in space could be signs of extraterrestrial life and that current sky mapping technology like the James Webb Space Telescope could miss such objects. It could have been a mother ship that released some probes in the habitable region around the sun. If we have a visitor to our backyard, we should observe it at first. Professor Loeb now leading the charge to build better arrays of sensors to capture anomalies, but saying for now everything is hypothetical, and his paper is really meant to remind UFO hunters not to forget the laws of physics. As much as the reports from military personnel are intriguing and motivate my work right now, I want my instruments to tell me what is really happening. Meanwhile, more videos surfacing showing odd objects have been leaked to documentary UFO filmmaker Jeremy Corbell, who recently released pictures of an orb shape over Mosul, and these images showing a cylinder flying over a rock. The Pentagon not commenting on the recent videos, but confirming prior videos released by Corbell had been filmed by service members. As for what they are, definitive explanations remain out of reach. Gotti Schwartz, NBC News. Okay, it's crazy. Now, that being said, when you actually hear what he's saying, when that 
guy from Harvard, what he's saying is could be or could have been. They're not saying it is, and they're not going, yeah, dude, I don't know what the fuck it is, bro, but whoa, holy shit. They're just saying it. it's very likely. What do you think of that? It's bizarre to me that we're even just having a, a quote-unquote intelligent conversation. I'm having a conversation with you, so it's as intelligent as the individuals involved. So it's not likely that it's an intelligent conversation. But when these individuals, the Pentagon, and this guy from Harvard are talking about it, it kind of makes your ears perk up. Because there's at least, while they're kind of covering their, their tracks by saying, well, it could be, it could have been, there's probably part of them that are going, dude, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Now, it does make sense, and I've brought this up before uh, in previous episodes when we talk about it, that most likely these ships that we're seeing that all these uh, sightings that we're seeing, the UAPs, the UFOs, whatever you want to call them, that those are scout ships. And those could be on manned or however you want to say it. That there's no actual living entity within there. It's being controlled from somewhere else. And that's why you could honestly say it goes one direction to another so crazy fast without harming the the individuals inside. And that would make sense cuz you're just they're scouting the the earth for whatever fucking reason. It's mind-blowing that this is an actual legit conversation. That's where we're at these days. It's it's jarring. Now that being said, is this something that you should be really concerned about? I don't think so. As of right now, no, I wouldn't freak out about it. I'd be more concerned with, you know, this whole shit going on with the banks. I'd be a little more, little more concerned with that. That doesn't mean panic and start pulling your money out and doing whatever with it, stuffing it under your bed or whatever. Don't do that. But the fact that we're talking about a potential mothership and that's coming from the fucking Pentagon and Harvard where smart people, smarter than me, exist, that's just mind-blowing. Mind Let's say it's true that that's, that's the case. What are you going to do? There's nothing you can fucking do. I don't even know what to say. It's just so mind-blowing. It's such a thing out of the movies. It's something that like Steven Spielberg or J.J. Abrams or somebody like that would, would come up with, right? that there's a mothership somewhere that we can't really see and you know and they're just sh sending out their their scouts to check out the earth and and the dumbasses that live there it's so bizarre it's so bizarre how fucking ironic would that be that we make all these movies about aliens and them taking over and whatever and then come to find out that they're, they're just sitting there watching us. They're the motherfuckers that are feeding us the information, the ideas. Whoa. Holy shit. I don't know. It's just weird to think about. Weird to think about. Listen, by the way, I get a lot of grief because I have conversations about aliens and stuff like that. 
usually on the side of enter- entertainment, right? You guys know me. You listen to the podcast. I lean on the side of entertainment. I want. I would rather you laugh today than sit there and be fucking boring and, and bored out of your goddamn mind. I'd rather you chuckle. But that being said, I'll talk about this stuff, especially as of late, because it's in the news. How fucking bizarre. I grew up watching X-Files and Tales from the Crypt and all these other weird shows, right? And now, in a weird way, they're coming true. And it's more logical to have these conversations and not be called a loon. Now, that being said, there's still people, like I said, there's plenty of people, especially people I used to work with, they're like, I can't believe you, you talk about that stuff. Well, it's better than talking about how shitty the Denver Broncos are five days a week, 52 weeks out of the year. I mean, I at least change it up. And this is actually happening. That's what's fucking mind-blowing. Would you rather me beat a dead horse? Or would you rather me talk about stuff that's actually happening in the ever-changing landscape of entertaining news? Okay. Eat a bag of dicks or (laughs) anyway, (laughs) so crazy to think about. Now, that being said, I've, I still have yet to see a fucking UFO. So I have a hard time with all this stuff. Still, I still look up at the sky and be like, am I going to see something today based on what I'm seeing on the news? And I haven't seen shit. It's the, it's the classic. You know, everything gets blown out of proportion with the media. And, I, you know, I, I'm just as guilty as anybody else, I guess. I, I'll promote and talk about shit like this. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen squat. And what, until I do, I'm really not going to get fully concerned about anything. I'm not going to go to sleep tonight going, fuck, what if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm getting anally probed? What if they're sticking like, uh, you know, tubes up my pee hole? No, I'm not concerned about that. I mean, if it happened, I would be very frightened. <laughs> You're like, could you, could you at least jiggle it? Come on, please. <laughs> Treat a guy right. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's gross. (laughs) I got a good one. This one, uh, they put a vibrating probe (laughs) everywhere. Every hole. (laughs) It was amazing. It was amazing. It's nice. Very gentle. Not me. I got the guy with cold hands. He was rough. Did you get lube, Scott? I got lube. Yeah. Did you, Carl? No. No, I didn't. I didn't get no lube. Other than my tears. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. I damaged some of you. I'm sure some of you are damaged now. My apologies. You know what? Wash it off. We'll get back at this again. Next episode coming up tomorrow. God knows what we're going to talk about. I don't know. Hit me up at the Huff Podcast on social media. If you have anything that you want to get me uh, get me into. That, yeah, basically, get me into. I'll talk about it for you <laughs> at the Huff Podcast or to Huff on Censored at gmail.com. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. Hopefully you smiled in this episode. And remember, don't take life too seriously, okay? It's crazy out there. We briefly hit it on hit on the, the banks thing. That's kind of scary shit. Uh, until more info comes out, I mean, you're just going to have to just stay calm. Don't panic. Let's not make this like another toilet paper incident where everybody freaks out and just, you know, does the wrong things. Next thing you know, you you're you have no toilet paper to wipe your ass with. Okay? We don't need that to happen again. Only with money. Wait, do you wipe your butt with money? Good for you. Good for you. Anyway, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give it a nice review if you can, please. Also, thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado as well as Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out, please. Do yourself a favor. 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver, especially as baseball is is basically here now. So that's your place to go. Watch your favorite team, especially the Rockies. Maybe you go there before a Rockies game or after a Rockies game. Either way, it's a great time. Uh, thank you guys so much. I, I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.